Um, I stayed at a cabin on the mountain between um, Napa and Sonoma, two of the wine regions in, in the Bay Area. I stayed at the cabin uh, at the peak of that mountain called Mount Veter. And uh, <laughs> this was actually the weekend before my first day at Airbnb. And this is super embarrassing. I had, I had a profile, but I'd never stayed somewhere on my own account. Uh-huh. I'd stayed with other people and my wife had an account that I'd never had stayed somewhere with my own booking. And, you know, there's a whole review and trust system. So I figured, yeah, well, yeah. they're going to look at me and see if I've stayed somewhere. So I booked this place and we're driving up this mountain and the directions say, when you see the green gate, make a left and pass through the row of trees and go around the pond and you'll see the cabin like at the end of the road. And we're in the middle of nowhere, like literally on a mountain that I think it might have even been a dirt road. And we see the gate and we make a left and we see the row of trees and we keep going and we see the pond. And then we see this big white tent, like almost an airplane hangar. And that wasn't mentioned on the listing and that wasn't in any of the pictures. And behind the hangar is uh, the cabin and it's beautiful and it looks just like the pictures. And as we drive past it and we look at the tent and the windows are down it's a hot day kind of start to smell something in the air and i look in and there's these gigantic beautiful bright green plants marijuana plants huge (laughs) grow out like 99 commercial style plants wow and I am like, what is this? Who is this person? Where are we going to get shot right now? Like, what is happening? <laughs> and, you know, the, the legality at the time, I don't remember exactly. Medical was definitely fine. Uh, yeah. But, like, recreational, which is now okay in the States, was not a thing. And you just didn't oh, know. Yeah, yeah. You know, there were some people who were still drug dealers and had the whole air of, like, the gangster drug dealer vibe. And then there was also, like, the the hippie medicinal drug dealer vibe. And we were not, we did not know what we were getting ourselves into, and then and then the host came out, and he was the most incredible story person that I've I've had a conversation with. He, um, I'm, I'm trying to trying to was he very chilled? <laughs> had a had had Cheetos all over his mouth. Funny that you say that. <laughs> he um, so he used to work in the tech world, and he had grown up having this condition where he would have seizures, random, ah, random okay. seizures. And yeah, uh, I, I, on three or four separate occasions, he would be on public transit and wake up in a hospital bed and it would be days later. And, you know, he would just not have known what happened. He would have had a seizure, nearly died. And luckily, you know, because there are still many good people in the world, someone called the ambulance and got him to the hospital and, he had never had a way to control this and they were getting worse. And he, you know, was trying alternative forms of medicine and basically found this particular type of strain. It's now gotten to be a lot more popular, rich in, uh, I don't know the term, CBD, which now is like in oh, drinks okay, and everything. Yeah. But at the time, it was kind of unheard of, very new to me. And this thing that he was growing, it had such a low THC level that it didn't really get you high in the traditional sense. But it had um, it had the impact for him of completely stopping the seizures. He hadn't had a seizure in years and years, and wow. he was making it not to smoke. But he also had in another facility this machine that would press it into a 
like an oil or a tincture, and he would sell that uh, to uh, a lot of children. I mean, not he would, but his company would provide that as a relief for people that were in the same, that had the same um, affliction that he had. And so it's really funny because as prominent as that was and as crazy as that story is, the thing I remember most about him was that he brought us these two blueberry pies that he made from blueberries that he grew. He gave us a fruit basket and opened up the entire like plot of land to us to just go collect. He had fruit trees everywhere and strawberries and blueberries. He watched our dog the night that he went to dinner or that we went to dinner and said that she was welcome to stay there anytime for months at a time because he loved her so much. And he was a host in every single sense of the word that the whole like drug dealer fear weed farm thing. It was like the least interesting thing about him. And I could see why it didn't, it wasn't on the listing. It wasn't because he was hiding it. It was because it didn't really matter at that point. And he, it was, I was pretty lucky that that was my first real Airbnb experience because I've had some bad ones. <laughs> but that, <laughs> when you have one like that, I mean, I still talk to him. Uh, we still email regularly. There were a lot of That's fires awesome. that happened up there and was really checking up on him. And, you know, I, I've seen his business grow and the company is called Care by Design. They still, they're growing, at least in the States and providing that particular strain. And every now and then they'll show up in the news as like a, uh, the only thing that allowed this 12 year old girl to stop having crippling seizures. And like, wow. I'm so thankful that there's people like that and that through Airbnb, you get to meet them. And, and I never would have otherwise. 